Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This just in from Woj, some breaking news. Uh, Boston Celtics center Robert Williams will test his left knee in warm-ups, but there's optimism he'll be available for Game 5 versus Miami tonight. Sources tell ESPN. Well, let's turn to our own insider. Joining the show is Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Be smarter, bet better. <laughs> Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Thank you for joining us, Ryan. My first question, can you give us any insight into why the Heat maybe skipped their shoot-around ahead of Game 5 today on game day? Yeah, good question, Megan. It's always great to be on with you guys. I think it's probably due to the wear and tear on the Miami roster. If you look up and down the roster, especially in the backcourt, Kyle Lowry has been banged up. He obviously missed games earlier in this series and in the playoffs. Tyler Harrell was out the other night. And then they have a number of players listed as questionable in addition to those two, Max Struess, P.J. Tucker, and Gabe Vincent. So I think this is a tired team. They're a beat-up team. They are playing a stronger, more physical opponent, in my opinion, in Boston. So I think they just felt like at this point, after four games, they know everything Boston's going to do. There aren't many adjustments they can make. I think Eric Spolster's thought process was to try to get the team fully healthy and rested for tonight's pivotal Game 5. So, Ryan, you don't think that there's anything to maybe trying to push off any kind of release of an injury report from the Miami camp? I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, what the benefit would be at this point. I mean, the, the Celtics have seen the heat uh, with and without Kyle Lowry and Tyler Harrow and other guys in and out of the lineup. Uh, so, so I think it's more just that. It's more just rest. Uh, keep in mind that earlier in the playoffs, Sometimes there are often two-day gaps or even three-day gaps occasionally between playoff games. This round, now in the conference finals, it's every other day. And now that we're into the latter part of the series, it's going to be back and forth between cities for the duration. So I think that was part of Spolster's thought process as well. Let's just try to maximize rest time. And then he feels like if he sacrifices a little bit strategically or in terms of repetition, he gains that if he has a fully rested and healthy roster. All right, Ryan, we spent so much time looking at the Celtics and who needs to step 
up for them other than Jason Tatum. So with Miami, other than Jimmy Butler, who is the most important person on that roster in this game tonight? Great question. I think if he plays, it has to be Tyler Harrell, and that's why I lean toward the Celtics, not just because I'm a Bostonian and on the air with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have more talent. I think they have more depth, and they have more shot creation. And I bring that up because Miami, if they're limited in those areas, especially with Kyle Lowry, who was just one for six the other night in game six, when Miami, excuse me, in game four, when Miami really struggled to score, uh, they need more shot creators. And without Harrell, I think their inability to generate offense especially early in the game. I thought Al Horford and Robert Williams did a terrific job protecting the basket, and uh, we saw that game was essentially over before it started with the Celtics 18-1 to run out of the gate. So uh, if Lowry is limited, uh, Harrow needs to play and play well. Um, but again, I'm leaning toward Boston. I think they have the better team. I think they have the healthier team. And with this recent news about Robert Williams, I think that was their one potential Achilles heel was Bam Adebayo going nuts against the Celtics if Williams were out. So I think what Emi Odoka is going to do tonight is try to line up Robert Williams and have him on the floor as much as possible when Bam Adebayo is in Miami's lineup. Ryan, I've heard you on this station, on BetQL. You've been touting the Celtics literally for months. You were on Celtics and Suns as an NBA Finals pick, I think going back to the beginning of the year. I thought the series would be more competitive, the games would be more competitive. From your perspective, why have we had like literally like almost three out of the four games be complete blowouts? Is there something in the matchup that is leading to these games being in the fourth quarter, a couple of benches battling against each other for Spolstra and, and, and Ime Yudoka. I'm going to zoom out a little bit and take a bigger picture of you guys because you're seeing this around the league. You've, you've seen it throughout the playoffs. You're seeing it right now in the Western Conference Final between Dallas and Golden State. The games aren't particularly competitive. I think what's going on is the cumulative effect of playing now a third season in a row on a compressed schedule. Uh, Keep in mind, these two teams played in the conference finals only about a year and a half ago, but it was two seasons ago in the Orlando bubble in 2020. Um, So now I I just think the wear and tear is is, uh, impacting gameplay. It's impacting shooting night to night. Uh, But more than anything, it's impacting health and and, and durability around the league. We're seeing that not only with, with Miami and Boston having key players in and out of the lineup, but it seems like the healthiest teams are the ones that uh, continue to advance or the teams that overcome injuries the best have the best chance to advance. So I think this year, more than ever, it puts your depth uh, in focus. And I think the Celtics have better depth than Miami. In fact, I think Boston and Golden State are the two deepest teams. And that's why um, you're right. I did pick Celtics Suns before the playoffs. Obviously, Phoenix got upset. uh, But I think the Celtics win the Eastern Conference and end up getting matched up with Golden State in the NBA Finals. Some big news today in our neck of the woods with Tatum making the All-NBA first team for the first time in his career. Uh, was that a surprise to you? Do you have him right now, I guess, in that, that tier for yourself, that top five over this season and maybe in the league at large right now in terms of talent? I've seen rapid development this year, Megan. I mean, really throughout his career, he's developed individually. But I thought the biggest change in Jason Tatum's game this year and in the team performance, especially offensively, was when Tatum and others, but led by Jason, the guy started distributing the ball more. And I thought at times in years past, even early in this season back in 2021, when the team started out slow at 16 and 19, I thought it was too isolation-heavy, take-turns basketball. Guys would usually look to pass only when they've exhausted their ability to score and then once they realized they couldn't score they'd kind of throw it to the next guy and he would try to do the same thing Uh, so now with Tatum his ability to score efficiently but also to create shots for others uh, to get multiple defenders in the ball 
I do think he's worthy of first-team NBA. It's great to see uh, the guys make it for the first time. We drafted Devin Booker in Phoenix. He was on it as well. So it's really exciting for me to see the next generation of young players in the league. I think most, if not all, the guys in the roster were like 27 and under. So it's exciting for the Celtics. I do think he's deserving. He's developed defensively. He's developed as a playmaker. And he is the best player on the team that, again, I I think will win, win the Eastern Conference and play for an NBA championship. All right, so we're talking to Ryan McDonough, NBA Audio uh, Odyssey Insider. So, you know what? I saw Spolster after uh, game four, and it was just paraphrasing his, co- his uh, quote, Ryan. He said, uh, you know, whatever they can do, we can do. And that's what it's been pretty much for, uh, you know, the first four games. I feel like it's just based on everything that you're saying, it's just real wishful thinking on their part. It's almost – it has a tinge of a delusion to it based on, you know, the, the depth of the Celtics, the health of the Celtics, and everything else. Do you think Miami has the ability – based on everything that we've seen, to kind of draw one more uh, win uh, at home uh, uh, tonight? I think it would have to take a monster performance from one of Jimmy Butler and or Bam Adebayo. One of those two guys needs to have a monster game uh, just because of the backcourt limitations. I mean, Kyle Lowry in his mid-30s with the injuries is not the same player today as he has been in the past. Uh, P.J. Tucker is a tough guy. We had P.J. when I was GM of the Suns. He's a tough guy. He played his role extremely well from Milwaukee a year ago when they won the championship, but he is limited offensively. Uh, Max Struess, a catch-and-shoot specialist, uh, as is Duncan Robinson. Um, so really, you know, I, I think one of the stars, probably multiple stars from Miami need to play uh, well. They need to be healthy, obviously, with Harrow, and then maybe they get a breakout game for, from Victor Oladipo, who's been arguably their best guard in the series. Uh, but I just think Boston has more talent. And that, that's the way I look at it, guys, from a former executive standpoint. Uh, Boston has more talent. They have better depth. They have more shot creation, which gives you a greater margin of error. And so I, I think uh, all signs point toward the Celtics. Now, it's not going to be easy uh, winning a Game 5 in the conference final in a 2-2 series on the road. I think the team that wins this game historically wins the series about 80% of the time. Yep. So it's a huge game, but I think everything is trending in the Celtics' direction. He was seen as a salary dump Kemba Walker acquisition. Ryan was Al Horford. He has been awesome in these playoffs. Did you expect this sort of resurgence from the 35-year-old playing so well, not only against the Nets and Bucks, but now a really important part of this Heat series? No, I didn't. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure Brad Stevens, Emio Doka, Wick Rausbeck, Steve Paliuka, those guys expected it either. I mean, he, he's been phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I think that's why so much of the league, guys, in the NBA is about the fit and the opportunity that you're given and the situation you're in. And Horford played very well in Boston. Obviously, the fit in Philadelphia alongside Joel Embiid was a disaster. I think both of those guys are strictly centers at this point in their career. And uh, then he was exiled to OKC, and people around the league wondered if he'd get you know, bought out or waived by the Thunder. And uh, kudos to Brad Stevens and his staff. They were opportunistic. Uh, they saw the injuries to Kemba Walker and Kemba's play decline. And I know it was a controversial deal, especially throwing a first-round pick into it, but it's worked out brilliantly for Boston. I mean, to me, that was the difference the other night. Yes, Tatum was great individually. He scored 31 points in a game in which points were hard to come by, but the defensive ability, especially the pairing of Boston's two big men, uh, Al Horford and Robert Williams III, uh, Miami just couldn't score, guys. That's what stood out to me watching the game. It wasn't like the Heat was getting good shots and they were missing those shots. They just weren't getting clean looks at the basket. Um, so if Boston can in any way replicate that tonight, they should be 
in, in great shape. And Al Horford at 35, I mean, you, we see him you know, having tip dunks. We see him making threes, protecting the rim. It looks like he's found the fountain of youth. And certainly uh, he's been crucial to the Celtics. I think the best indicator of that, guys, look at their record. When he's in the lineup, it's, it's excellent. When he's out of the lineup, it's well below 500. I think that shows you everything you need to know about Al Horford and his importance to this team. Along those lines of fit and opportunity that you mentioned, as a former um, exec, I'm wondering did, how much did you know about Ime Odoka before the Celtics hired him as a head coach, and how impressive do you find his, I guess, rookie year as a head coach here, turning that team around halfway through the season and getting them to the Eastern Conference Finals in this position? Ime's done a terrific job. I can't remember many, if any, situations where in season there was such a significant turnaround without a real catalyst. And what I mean by that is teams, you know, turn their season sometimes, uh, but often it takes a trade or a player coming back from a major injury and then it flips. Um, Boston, they did acquire Derek White at the deadline, but really it started well before that. And White added to what they had already started doing. Uh, so Emi Odoka was a guy who was on a lot of teams shortlist for a long time, well-respected assistant. Obviously, you guys know the history between San Antonio, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn. So he was seen as a coach in waiting uh, for the last five to ten years. And, um, you know, he's really taken advantage of the opportunity. But I, I give him a ton of credit because uh, if you guys go back and listen to, um, you know, what we were saying and what was we saw in December in particular did not look very good, uh, he and the rest of the group did an excellent job really swinging this, um, you know, with the addition of Eric White that helped. But, but this started well before that. And I think Emi Odoka deserves deserves a majority of the credit for that. Ryan, you were saying those things. We were probably saying a lot of the same things over here. So all of us were wrong about this, but this is where we are now. Thank you so much for joining us. That was Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.